the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. My telephone number continues to be 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. That is the number that John in Columbus has called John, it's a privilege to welcome you to the program. Welcome. You're on the air. Well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate you letting me on. Um, Just kind of jumping off what you were talking about, you know, the liberal left and, you know, what they do doesn't make sense. And a lot of times it's counterproductive to, Mm -hmm. in this case, the the DE and I, it's it's counterproductive to their, their proclaimed goal, whatever that goal might be. But I think really it's just it's it's keeping along with an elitist theme that as long as there's a handful of professors and people, consultants, whoever, who charge probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a year to these large companies and maybe not even large companies, but all these companies they consult with and do all the training for their employees and such, I'm sure they're making, you know, a pretty good amount of money for that. And as long as they're getting their money and as long as they're part of the club and kind of taking care of the rest of the people who think the right way in the club, they really don't care. I mean, and I think you can look at that. I mean, you can look at environmentalists. I mean, you can look at these, you know, millionaire celebrities jet setting all over the world, you know, using using more more carbon in a one transcontinental flight to go to a global warming conference than, you know, the average family will use in an entire year, you know, heating their home and going to work and everything. And it it doesn't, you know, as long as they have theirs and as long as they can pontificate and and lord over the rest of us how wonderful they are, how virtuous they are, they they really are not any more concerned than anybody else is with, with, you know, the people they're supposedly trying to help or trying to be more inclusive of or the cause they're trying to, you know, to, to cure global warming or what have you. So uh, you're right on with what you're saying, but so you're, it, I, I think. So you're saying follow the, ahead. you're saying follow the money. Exactly. And I, I agree completely. So much of modern science is built around grants, federal grants, private grants, and so forth. And, so many of these scientists and scientific organizations are so afraid of losing their grant that it is not unusual, as I understand. I'm not on the inside. I'm not an expert. They're more than willing to twist and turn their results in order to keep the grant money coming. And it is ultimately all about the funding and the money and, as you said, the elitism. John, as I said, every major university in America has a DEI department that is huge. 
Some of them are gigantic. The one up at the University of Michigan is one of the largest in America. Every major corporation in America has a large DEI department. John, I don't think that the majority of the administrators in these universities and the executives in these companies really believe in DEI. They're shamed into it. If they don't do it, they are considered to be um, a bigot, a homophobe, or or whatever. On the university level, they're afraid of losing funding. Again, follow the money. Uh, on the executive level, they're afraid of protests, boycotts from the uh, the gay mafia. And I, I agree with you. I think most of the motivation is not really helping people. It's money. Yeah, I think so. All right. John, thanks. Appreciate the call and uh, the input. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, if if this was not a reputable news source, I would say, come on. This is a parody. This can't be true. No, it is. A group of scholars, and I would put the scholars in uh, quotation marks, a group of scholars are arguing that the term white paper should be done away with, scrapped because of its problematic, and I quote, racial and historical context. In a university affairs op-ed piece, Jennifer Jacoby of the University of British Columbia and leaders of the Women in Science and Engineering, which, by the way, is part of the Natural Sciences and Engineering Research Council, have determined that calling a research paper a white paper is racist, bigoted, and must be done away with. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. What color is most of the paper used for term papers, thesis, you know, what? oh, white? Yeah. Quote, despite the fact that most paper is white... The experts, researchers, librarians, indigenous leaders, science policy experts, and advocates in the topics of racism and decolonization agreed that hierarchies inherent in the creation of white papers are seen as artifacts of colonialization. What? The group also noted that, quote, white paper, end quote, is, quote, exclusionary to some groups and evokes racism, privilege, power, or oppression. Um, I'm not sure how they come up with this stuff. One of the experts said, quote, Whatever the intent, notice that, whatever the intent, the term implies superiority. 
a white paper? Doing a white paper, putting together a white paper, a research paper, a white paper, implies superiority? And additionally cited research about white being associated with good. And so, white papers have to be abolished. Uh, This work to date has deconstructed the term and shapes the starting point to retiring and renaming the word white paper. Language that embeds a new term must be inclusive, non-racialized, and take into consideration the historical context. Context, pardon me. Using white as synonymous with authority, is the antithesis of inclusion. Mark my words. It will not be long before there will be a movement to rename the White House. In spite of the fact that it's white in color, you mark my words. If, if, and I hope this doesn't happen, If we have another Democratic administration after this one, I predict that by the end of that next Democratic administration, there will be a move to change the name of the White House. Now, I suppose that some people could say that black is stereotypical bad. Well, that would be wrong. Isn't it just as wrong to stereotype white as being wrong? How do we justify one injustice by creating another injustice? In the mind of the liberal left, that is absolutely acceptable. So we're going to do away with white paper because somebody thinks it might be, could be racist. Absolutely insane. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, We'll come back, finish things up. Um, I've stayed away from the whole Biden thing, but something has come up that is too important to ignore. The uh, Democrats keep saying there's no evidence that Joe Biden was involved in his son's businesses. Is this a smoking gun? Pretty close. Stay tuned. Bob wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me as we... Uh, we wrap things up this afternoon. Uh, let's go to the phones. I had a couple of other stories I'm going to get into, but I try always to defer to the phones. If I get to the story, I will. If not, I'll get to it tomorrow. 
All right, first up is Mike in Northwest Columbus. Mike, you're on Bobberty Live. Welcome. Hello, Bob. Hello, Mike. Uh, there are some business terms. If a business is operating in the red, that's bad. Are they going to get rid of that? And there's another term, operating, if you're operating in the black, that's good. Is that something we would keep or... <laughs> How far are they going to take this stuff? Uh, it's an excellent point. When you start getting into this, there is no end to the nonsense. You're right. If a company operates in the black, that is a good thing. And, of course, we refer to indigenous people as red, and uh, being in the red is bad. So you're right. There is no way to be consistent. There is no way not to be incredibly hypocritical in any of this nonsense. And that's what it is. Good point, Mike. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. All right. Thank you. Ah, we had another caller, but uh, we lost them. So I will get into this story. Uh, Things are heating up for uh, President Biden and his son, Hunter. Uh, You may remember... Back in one of the debates between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, Donald Trump said the Biden family is taking in millions of dollars from China. You remember that? That was the accusation of Donald Trump. Joe Biden was absolutely indignant. He was indignant. He looked straight into the camera and said, me nor anyone in my family has ever received money from China. That's a lie. Never. Never. And then, of course, you remember that Joe Biden said, I have never, ever, ever discussed any of my son's foreign business dealings. Well, now we already know that Joe Biden had lunch, dinner with several of Hunter Biden's business associates. You mean to tell me they didn't discuss business? But the liberals, the Democrats, and the mainstream media has said, there's no proof, there's no evidence, no proof whatsoever. Well, I'm not sure that this is absolutely a smoking gun, but it's certainly getting more and more and more difficult for Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, to deny their involvement in communist Chinese business dealings. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, who, yes, is a Republican, has been investigating the Biden family business dealings, and he has subpoenaed bank records. Well, a bank record just recently released. Now, please remember, this is a bank record. This is not rumor. This is not he said, she said. This is an actual bank record. The bank record indicates that a Chinese business wired a total in at least two different wires. $250,000, a cool quarter of a million dollars. We believe it was wired to Hunter Biden. But the beneficiary address was the personal home address of Joe Biden. Yeah. A Chinese business wired 
electronically or, but yeah, uh, we are assuming it was wired to uh, Hunter Biden, but quote, the beneficiary address was the personal home address of Joe Biden. Uh, the first wire transfer sent to Hunter Biden, dated um, July 26, 2019, was for $10,000 from an individual named Mrs. Wang Zine from BHR Partners, which was a company that Hunter Biden was involved with. The second wire transfer sent to Hunter Biden, dated August 2, 2019, was for $250,000 from Ling Shang Jing, also known as Jonathan Lee, the CEO of BHR Partners. The beneficiary for the wires is listed in legal documents as Robert Hunter Biden with the address 1209 Barley Mill Road in Wilmington, Delaware, which is the personal residence of Joe Biden. Yeah. The uh, committee chaired by uh, James Comer, quote, has learned that the committee has records that reveal that from 2014 to 2019, the Biden family and their associates received $24 million in foreign payments. $15 million to the Bidens and $9 million for their business associates, which is $4 million more than previously known. Now, it was addressed to Hunter Biden, but it was addressed to Joe Biden's home address. Hunter Biden did uh, live with his dad for a time. Can you imagine a quarter of a million dollars coming to Joe Biden's house and he didn't know anything about it? Hmm. Is it a smoking gun? It's getting awfully close. All right, folks, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. This is Carol Platt-Lebow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 